0: Morning. You're listening to WNHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven's home for community radio. I'm Mubaraka Ibrahim, and this is Mornings with Mubaraka. Your Wednesday morning boy. So we talk about national issues from a local level through a lens of diversity. I am happy to be here on this wonderful Wednesday morning, even though here in Connecticut. It is kind of rainy and drizzly, but we are going to do this because I'm excited about today's guest. So if you are just joining us, you're listening to Mornings with Mubaraka, and we are talking about entrepreneurship this morning. I am happy to have with me, okay, so before I introduce my guest, I'm going to say that You know, I I meet a lot of people who say they want to start businesses. They have business ideas. They but they just haven't quite, you know, gotten to that point of 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 launching it or doing it. And today. So if you're one of those people, you're going to make sure that you want to tune in to this show because we are talking entrepreneurship. But not only are we talking entrepreneurship, but we're talking to an 11 year old who has started her own business. Yes, an eleven-year-old CEO. So you want to listen because you're going to be inspired. Because you, you know, as an adult, you're like, oh, I got this, and I know all of this stuff, and I'm going to be, I'm going to do this and that. But you haven't launched, you haven't started, you haven't actually made the steps you need to. So hopefully, if you have not been inspired by the fifty-year-olds, the sixty-year-olds, the thirty-year-olds, the twenty-year-olds, then today. If an 11-year-old doesn't inspire you to start, then you just don't do it. <laughs> you really don't do it. So this morning, I am very excited to have Amaya and her mother, Amina Diggins, on the show. Welcome, ladies, and thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for having us. Awesome. So let me tell you a little bit about Amaya. Amaya Diggins is a determined and energetic 11-year-old. She is very clear on her vision to help a million young girls like her feel pretty and confident in hijab. So hijab is the Muslim, is the covering, the hair covering of Muslim women. Um, Amaya chose the name for her company, Hijabi Fit. And created the concept for the logo. Additionally, Ima- Amaya chooses the fabric of all her ideas for modest clothing and even photo shoot ideas ready to execute. when uh, not dreaming of changing the changing the world, then Amaya loves riding riding, riding her and riding horses and reading. Um, this is very very is- is inspiring. Welcome to the show Amaya. Thank you. I am so when I first when you're when I first saw the post on Facebook um about your company, I thought to myself, what an amazingly confident little girl who is definitely going places. If she can do this at 11, then wow, I want to see what she's going to be doing by 25 and 30. So, Amaya, tell me a little bit about what made you come up with the idea of Hijabi Fit? Uh, what well, made me come up
1: with the idea? So I, was, I was driving home and I was wearing one of my mom's hijabs. Mm -hmm. They were these things too big. So what I asked my mom is if there's any more smaller guys that she can try to find for me. She looked through the website and she didn't find them. So I went to start my own business.
0: That is, yeah. so it was just kind of, it was kind of out of the necessity of wanting a hijab scarf that actually fit you. And how, yeah. and how old were you when you, when you had that conversation with your mom?
1: 10.
0: So this has been like in the last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. So, uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So you were so you were ten years old, and so how and and so after you came up with the idea of can you start your own business, what did your what did your parents say when you told them that you wanted to start a business? Uh, they were,
1: they wanted me to start a business when I was thirteen years old, when I turned thirteen. So they said it's a good, and they think so. They talked about it, and they thought it was. Well, it's a
0: good idea. A okay, so they was kind of holding you back because <laughs> you're ten, <laughs> and they wanted you to wait till you was thirteen. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> So, but that's awesome. That's awesome. So they thought it, so they were like, okay, we have to think about this. We can't keep holding her back for three more years. Right. So, so, um, Amina, I know that you, uh, you said that you and your husband, um, wanted your kids to start businesses or you would help them start businesses by the time that they were 13 and you have a, you're an entrepreneur yourself and you have a strong belief in entrepreneurship. Um, can you tell so? Tell me what do you what did you think when Amaya brought this idea to you?
2: I actually really thought it was a great idea. I was surprised that there was not a brand specifically for teens and tweens, and so she was really, um, she really really adamant about like, there's nothing out here for us, and um, we a lot of us really want to start wearing hijabs, but we don't like the bulky. Uh, big bulky scars, and a lot of them are, are, are an adult color that don't match your Um So she was really, she got really frustrated, and she said, "You know what, mom? Can I start my own company for um, hijabs?" And uh, initially, I did think it was a great idea. I, we we wanted her, we wanted both of them to start their own company by the time they were thirteen. But I was I was
0: surprised. That so, both that have, have was so both of them, meaning you have yeah. you have two children. So both of them, meaning you. Okay. All right. Um, and I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So you wanted them both to start their own company by the time they were 13. How old is your other child, girl or boy?
2: Oh, uh, my son is 13. So he just turned 13. So he's, uh, cause he came up with a couple ideas. And so, so we're just trying to find out which one would be best suited for him and what, okay. what his passion is.
0: Okay. And, and is, so you wanted them to start something by the time they were 13 and, for Amaya's idea, when she brought it to you, and so a little bit of background for listeners, if you, if you are not aware, hijab is the scarf that Muslim um, women wear um, to cover the hair, and there are lots of different um, designers, and 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 fa- it's a whole Islamic fashion industry. And even though you look through this fashion industry, there is actually nothing for young girls despite the fact that most people who wear hijab will start as tweens and teens covering their hair. So did that surprise you in the industry?
2: Um, it did. Um, we kind of hunted and pecked around trying to find every now and then we would find something that fit her, but it wasn't in the color that she wanted. Um, so her outfits were kind of mismatched and, uh, so it was, it was surprising, but, you know, they say necessity is a mother of all invention. And even as a child, I guess, um, you know, she was really determined to start something. So we we kind of jumped on board and helped her.
0: Awesome. So Amaya, let me ask you. So I, I really want to know your, as as a young person starting a business, what was your kind of mental process in starting this company? What was the first thing that you that you yourself did besides what your parents did to um to help you along the way. What was the first thing when you decided to start your company? What was the first thing that you that you had the first task Um, you had to do?
1: The first thing I started to do is measure out my scarf and the scarves. So I can see what size that fit.
0: So you can have the right size? So you did a little a little Yeah. So, actually, developing the product was your first step.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and how did you come up with the colors? Did you get feedback from other people? Did you start off with the colors that you liked?
1: Well, I was like, I I was like really hungry, so I started making the colors.
0: So you so you started naming the colors the colors. So tell me um, tell me the name of your colors and and what it what they look like. Can you describe them?
1: We have plum that's purple and we have sea green, we have cherry and cotton candy, bubblegum, and tangerines
0: those sound very delicious <laughs> so if and, to, and if anyone wants to uh go and check Amaya's uh, Chima- Amaya's uh colors out it's hijabifits.com, correct Okay, so um, hijabbyfits.com, and we will tweet and Facebook the link for you to go and check out her her website and see what these colors actually look like. They're beautiful pastels, and they actually do look just as delicious as they sound. <laughs> and it really attracts the eye. Um, so when you so you did your product development, so you came up with your your sizes, you came up with your colors. And so, what was your what was your next task after you said, "Okay, these are going to be the um the the actual product"? What what was your next thing that you did? We
1: started working on the logo.
0: Okay, and and well, how did you come up with the idea of the way the logo is? So I wanted the colors
1: to be purple,
0: blue, and pink. And I wanted the logo to be a scarf. So it's a pretty swelling scarf. Okay. So when you tell me this, Amayo, um, when you told your friends that you were going to start a company, what were they, what was their response?
1: They said they went to
0: buy every single color I had. <laughs> awesome! So your friends, their your friends were very supportive of kind of like this idea of you being a. Did anybody doubt that that you would that the company would happen? No. No. So the, they they probably know you pretty well, and I'm I'm gonna make the assumption that you're a pretty determined young woman. So when you when you set your mind to something, the the you achieve it, huh? Yep. Awesome. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven's home for community radio. This is Mubarakah Ibrahim, and we're also streaming live on newhavenindependent.org. Today, we are talking entrepreneurship with 11-year-old entrepreneur Amaya Diggins and her mom, Amina Diggins, who has started a company to um, bring confidence and beauty to young girls who wear hijab and it's called hijabi fits and it is for a headscarf that is for teen and tweens um amaya tell me a little bit about um what your goal is for the company so why did what do you want to see this company develop into um i want the girl
1: a girl to feel confident special and feel pretty in their
0: own way. That's an awesome awesome goal. When you think about girls who wear hijab, what are some of the so what are some of the things that you think is is obstacles for them that you think your hijab your company and your hijab can uh, remove? What are some of the, the the problems that they have that you think that you can change through your company? Mm. <laughs> do you, fi- do you find that it changes your confidence level if you don't have a hijab that you're, that you're happy with, that you feel good in? Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And so here is the, 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 I guess the main question. What's more important, the color or the size? Is there one that's more important? The size. The size is more important, <laughs> and why is that? Because it fits. Say that again.
1: Because it, fits.
0: because it fits. and and I guess that's one of the ways that you come up that you came up with your name, huh? You want that hijab to fit correctly, so I should have known that from the name that it would be the size that's the most important thing. Um, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. so. So, um, Amina, tell me a little bit about uh, how old was Amaya when she first started wearing hijab and um, how important is this to the way that you raise your family?
2: Um, she started, like, practicing um, over the summer. Um, well, she practiced on and off when we were about nine years old.
0: Practicing meaning wearing, and- wearing the scarf? I okay. uh,
2: just kind of off and on. Mm-hmm. And over the summer, um, we had came back from a conference, and she decided she wanted to wear a hijab, you know, full time. Um, we were actually at my sister's house. Uh, we had came back from an event. And so we, you know, I ordered a few scars uh, that came in the mail. And when they came in, um, I thought they would be kind of perfect for her. But, you know, she was gracious. And she said, I like them, Mom, but, you know, they're too big and... You know they're really bulky, and she kind of told me later on when we got back home. that, You know they weren't really the right size, and um, you know she wanted something that could kind of fit her.
0: So, so it was her choice that to start wearing hijab full time at this age. Yes. And um, other than and so when when she wears hijab now, do do you and I guess maybe this is a question for Maya. Do you plan on? Amaya, do you plan on your company to go beyond hijabs or are you going to just stick to hijabs as kind of like your main product? Um, I want to
1: make outfits
0: too. Okay, so you have a little fashion design in you, huh? hmm And so what do you, and in your outfits, what is your goal for, what would be your goal for the clothes in this line?
1: Uh, I think modest clothing, maybe like, Pretty
0: dresses and long sleeves, and they come up to the knees. Yes. Yeah, and and is is dresses your your favorite thing to wear?
1: Not all the time.
0: Not all the time. I was getting ready to say it's kind of hard wearing a dress riding horses. Tell me a little bit about about your horse riding. <laughs> How long have you been riding horses?
1: Um. Since I was since I was seven.
0: Wow. Okay. And so, do you compete or do you just ride for recreation? Um,
1: I'm going to compete soon, but uh, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying
0: to learn new things while I'm like. Awesome, awesome. And so, what do you like to do besides riding horses? I like to draw. Okay. So do you do, do you, did you draw out your, um, your logo? Did you come up with that?
1: Um, no,
0: No. (laughs) just the colors. Yeah. Okay. All right. But you, but did you, when you, uh, when you saw the logo, the, what was your response? What was your initial response when you saw them take your colors and, and create the logo the way it is?
1: I was really, really excited. Awesome. I
0: was really going to have to do Awesome. So I'm going to go back to you, Amina. Amina, tell me a little bit about... um, Why your goal was for your kids to uh, start a business by the time they're 13? That's because for most parents, they don't think they think of, you know, if they want a kid to be an entrepreneur, you have to go to college and you have to, you know, get an education in the area that you want to start. So most parents don't have that kind of, even if they have entrepreneurial goals for their kids, they don't have a goal as young as 13. Why, why did you make that a goal for your kids at that age?
2: Um, I guess me and my husband both have a strong entrepreneurial background, and we really believe in uh, self-empowerment and doing for self. And it was one of those things where we didn't want them to rely on anyone else uh, for employment and for uh, to take care of themselves. So we thought that um, 13 would be a great age for them to kind of learn the ropes of entrepreneurship and make mistakes and learn um, early on. And um, it was just kind of a goal of ours to say by the time they're 13, um, that they should have an idea of what they want to do and support them in that and to start making an income. So that way, when they, by the time that they're 18, um, they can have uh, properties and other businesses that can sustain them and uh, for passive income.
0: Okay. So in in... So, so, but tell me the, tell me the, 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 well, I guess it's not magic because apparently you had a 10 year old that wanted to uh, <laughs> start early. Um, what was the, well, why 13?
2: I guess it just one of those, um, I guess in society we live in, um, we kind of put this age range of like 18 that you're an adult. Um, but <laughs> If you start earlier, I guess, I don't I don't know why we said 13, honestly. <laughs> it was just one of those ages where it seemed like an ideal time that you're coming into adulthood, you're coming into, um, I guess, the kind of age where you kind of should know what you're trying to do in our eyes or just kind of a vision for your life, or we just wanted to kind of help them along. Um, so that's just one of our goals, just having, you know, it was one of the ages was 13. It wasn't necessarily a magic number or anything like that. just was, hey, by the time they're 13, they should – if you have an income,
0: <laughs> get out there and make your money. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
2: we we don't plan on taking care of our children and, and we're, we're, you know if you have an income.
0: <laughs> make your money. <laughs> You're 13 no now. Money. Get out there and make your money. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, <laughs> we'll, we'll take care of you, live. Yeah. We'll take care. Of you. I absolutely love it. (laughs) When when you're when you what was what was you as a parent thinking process in making the final decision? Yes, we're gonna we're going to let her go forward with this. And I'm particularly interested in your thought process in relations to everything that's going on in the media and in society. You know, hijab is has created kind of like a political firestorm were you nervous at all with your 10 year old daughter literally placing herself um you know um possibly inside of the the whole mix of of hijab itself
2: um initially i was apprehensive um especially when uh the media came knocking uh so i was um Initially, I I made sure that I kind of framed it in a way that we don't want this to be anything political. It's basically about a little girl that wanted to start a business. Um, And it's personal. Hijab is a personal journey. Um, So it doesn't really, uh, despite what's going on around us, hijab is a personal journey for an individual. Um, Mm -hmm. So I didn't try to place um, those frameworks around her company. Um, People can think what they want. They can say what they want. But this is a little girl who decided to solve a problem, and that problem just happened to be framed around hijab. Um, but initially, I was concerned. So I just made du'a, me and my husband made du'a that it was uh, that she was protected and uh, she was successful. And alhamdulillah, within the Muslim community and outside the Muslim community, uh, we've gotten a lot of support. Uh, we haven't had any really negative comments, maybe one or two, but we kind of kind of blocked those out. But for the most part, we've gotten um, really great support from everyone.
0: Oh, great! Wonderful. When you um, when you think about kind of like h- how she's going to progress in this business, do you have a? Does she at 10, 10 or I'm sorry, at eleven, eleven now, right? Have I been saying that correctly? Mm-hmm. Right. She okay. <laughs> a weeks
1: ago. Awesome!
0: Happy birthday. <laughs> um. So, you. do. Does she at 11 have certain, we know when you are an entrepreneur, you are responsible for the entire business uh, from marketing to mailing and shipping. Does she have certain like designated responsibilities in the business?
2: Um, for now, uh, up until the, I guess the orders um, increase, she, me and her do pack together. So she pulls the orders, She wraps them in the tissue paper. She puts their stickers. On the order because she wants every girl to feel like it's personalized, it's a present for them. So she wanted the bags to be purple. Um, She wanted them to be wrapped in like colorful tissue paper. So right now she does pull the orders. Um, I do write out the labels and we print out the labels together. Um, She takes a lot of the photos for her um, for the product. So we had we bought. (laughs) Yeah, She doesn't think I'm good at taking pictures. So she's always. Uh, like the uh, the creative director, so I think. So she'll, um, she'll take a lot of the photos for the pictures. So a lot of the social media photos that you have seen are taken by her.
0: Awesome. And, so um, she has a she nice kind of eye there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. But she has a little bit of a creative eye. Um, I do help her with, like, the ordering process and, you know, payment and, you know, all that uh, logistics of that. Um, and so when the first big order came in, you know, she, we sat down together and everybody kind of took everything out and she was really excited. So she does do a lot of the, um, like creative side. And then I help her with like the business side.
0: Okay. And Amaya, what is the, what's your favorite part of doing of the company so far, Of all of the tasks that you have to do? What's your favorite thing to do?
1: Um, my favorite thing is, Putting the jabs inside the bags because I know the, and the girls are going to be
0: like so they're going to be really excited and that makes me happy. Awesome, awesome. So when and when you think about what when you think about where you want your company to be in five years, how do you envision that? My you-
1: business is going to be.
0: Successful. Do you do you envision do you envision how many girls you want to be wearing your hijabs? Do you plan a whole bunch? A whole bunch. (laughs) What do you think that one day you would actually have a, a store, maybe, or do you want to just have your hijabs and things that people buy online?
2: Do you want to have a store or do you want it to be the
1: borderline? I want to have
0: a store. You do want to have a store one day? Yeah. So this may be reaching and having you thinking a little far. You are now 11. Do you know what you want to go to college for?
1: Mm, I'm not sure
0: yet. You're not sure yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go back to, to you, Amina, um, when you, so you have your kids, uh, a goal for your kids is to entrepreneurship quite early. Um, and so do you anticipate it directing kind of where they will continue their education after primary school?
2: Um, I look at entrepreneurship as, um, I guess where your passion line at the moment, um, Sometimes we can kind of get like bogged down in an idea, but if she's passionate about this idea for five to seven years and she's really happy about it, and when she turns 21, she's like, I want to do something else, then I would help, I would, you know, encourage her to pursue that passion. Um, So she said she wants to do um, equine-related fields, So she likes horses, so she wants to work in the um, equine industry. And she... She likes Drexel University, and she likes a uh, different schools. Um, so, depending on where she is five or seven years from now, if she still wants to, um, she wants to pursue something health related or anything like that, and we'll, we'll definitely support her. But I think that entre- the way I look at entrepreneurship, and since I've had several companies, is that it, a company may work for you at that moment, and if it doesn't, you can either sell it off or you can. But well, my said she's not selling he daddy fits. I wasn't talking about ten. <laughs>
0: CEO, excuse me, CEO has a little bit of insight on this. <laughs> I'm not selling my you know, company.
1: <laughs> I, I wasn't
2: talking about
0: <laughs> I love that little girl.
2: Out <laughs> in general, in general, okay. In general, no, we're not talking about him.
0: <laughs> Awesome, uh, and so as so as she so as she grows you you know in her in her interests change or grow then you anticipate that she will uh you know venture off into other things
2: if, if she wants if she wants i can't you know if, you know the future will tell but she's really excited and she has a vision she wants to have hijabi fits jewelry she wants um hijabi fits clothes and yep. uh and so she's she's really excited about um, the journey she wants to take the company. And another person asked us, does she want to move into adult clothes? And she said, no, you know, there's a lot of adult designers, but there's not enough um, for, for, for yeah. for teams and
0: teams. that that's absolutely true so and tell me a little bit about your um your marketing process for this so you you did mention that when it came to media that you were very uh clear that you that this is about entrepreneurship but as you go forward and you get different types of lines is your marketing um completely, like, is she the creative director of the marketing? Do you have, um, and do you have other people involved that, so it's you, your husband, and your daughter. Do you, did you, do you find that you had to employ other people to help you along this process?
2: Um, We did. um, Right now, it's just me and Maya, um, but we do have a PR director. uh, Well, she's our PR uh, person, so she was the person who um, helped us get uh, the initial media coverage. Um, we do read a lot of books on branding. Um, in the future, we do pray that we can have someone that can help with um, marketing and do employees just like I she wants employees, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, they can help and outsource um, a lot of the uh, uh, media.
0: Okay, all right. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM, New Haven's home for community radio. Also streaming live on newhavenindependent.org. This is Mornings with Mubaraka, your Wednesday morning voice. And today we are talking about entrepreneurship with 11-year-old CEO of Hijabi Fits, Amaya Diggins, and her mother, Amina Diggins whose goal was to, for her children to start some type of entrepreneurial effort by the time they were 13, but she could not hold Amaya back because at 10, she came up with her own company, which is absolutely awesome. (laughs) When you talk about, um, entrepreneurship in terms of, um, children and them being self-reliant, what is some of the, Amina, what is some of the, the, what you see as um, kind of like the decline of entrepreneurship. Do you think that there's a cl- decline of entrepreneurship just in, in general in America and particularly among um, young people?
2: Um, I guess because we're, we're surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, I, it seems to be a boom. So <laughs> uh, yeah. that may just be um, our perception because. And, w- and where do you live? Say it again.
0: And, w- and what state do you live in?
2: Uh, we live in New Jersey.
0: Okay. So, so it's, it's just all around you. So do you think that that's a part of what, uh, inspires you to make sure that your kids, uh, have some type of self-reliance and entrepreneurship?
2: Um, I don't think it was a regional. Um, the reason why we wanted them to have their own company, uh, my father was an entrepreneur. My mother, they worked together. His father, uh, was an entrepreneur, um, so it's kind of uh, in, um, I guess, her blood. Uh, <laughs> so we have her aunts, uncles, um, a lot of them have their own company. So it was kind of uh, inevitable that both of them would on their own think of something. Um, so that they don't have a lot of people that they can look up to that says that they go to work every single day um, and punch the clock. So um, it was kind of one of those things where it was um, innate in them that they wanted to uh, pursue uh, entrepreneurship.
0: So Amaya let me ask you Amaya let me ask you a question so now so so all of your family your aunts your uncles your grandparents all are entrepreneurs it did at any point that you realize that there's a difference between somebody who owns their own business versus somebody who is going to work for someone else did did, did you realize that at, at a young age or do you see a difference between those two things? You think, you think there's a difference between no it's just something that's I guess entrepreneurship is probably just what your regular surroundings is huh if everyone in the family owns a own, owns a business then it's probably I'm sure you grew up with it being quite normal to own a business as opposed to um in uh mm-hmm. the vice versa yeah and shot. so let me ask, okay so let me ask you one more question then we're coming to about the last 5 minutes of the show um, did you get advice from your grandparents and aunts and uncles who own a business and what did they think when you decided to start your company
1: they were all excited
0: they kept cheering me on yeah and did anybody give you any advice
1: yeah, my grandparents gave me advice. My, dad, my dad gave me advice.
0: Can you think of something that you would like to share that somebody told you that that that's helpful and that was helpful for you or motivating for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Amina, as as uh, a parent who obviously you, too, grew up with entrepreneurial parents um, and your brothers and sisters, is this is entrepreneurship something? Do you have nieces and nephews or do they as well start their own companies pretty young?
2: Um, Not yet, um, but a lot of them have been inspired uh, by Amaya. We've gotten a a lot of uh, emails and uh, from other young people who say, you know what, I had an idea and I was afraid to move on it, and but I saw that Amaya's uh, moving on her idea, and she has big dreams. So um, she she did inspire a lot of people to go for their dreams.
0: That that's that's awesome. And as you go forward uh, with the with the company and assistant Amaya, is there a particular? Um, milestones that that you're looking tell us about some of the milestones that you have um over the next few years for her
2: um inshallah we she does want uh, to have her hijabs to be the official brand for islamic schools in, in the united states so she wants uh all the muslim schools to have hijab as the official scar uh, she mm-hmm. also wants to have her scarf sold in uh justice which is a teen and tween brand in the united states and in canada uh, we are looking at fulfillment centers here in, on, here in America and also in Ontario. So we hope to get the volume up so that way uh, we can have uh, fulfillment centers ship out her packaging. So we're just trying to find the right uh, company that can stay with Amaya's vision so that every girl still feels like they're getting a gift and not just a regular box that comes in the mail. And um, I guess for Amaya, her milestone is when she can buy her horse, uh, That's she'll know
0: she made it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Amaya, what would you say to uh, uh, another little girl who has a business idea, but doesn't, but isn't sure if she can start a company, what would you say to her? I would
1: say that she can put anything she, she puts her mind to and that
0: let nobody tell her that she can't do it. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Amina, I want to thank you and Amaya. I want to thank you for joining me today. And I am really inspired. Really. I'm inspired. I think that this is absolutely amazing and awesome that at 10, she comes up with a company and, um, goes forward with it. I want, can you please give us the ways that we can, uh, direct listeners to find you and to follow you on social media. I know that you're on social media. Give us all of your information.
1: What's your website? You can find at mm-hmm. And
2: we're on Instagram as hijabby underscore fits, um, as well as Facebook um, hijabby fits and on Twitter. Uh, hijabi underscore uh, fits. Her website should be launching within a few weeks and she'll have some new cool colors. Did you want to talk about the new colors, so uh, take- yeah.
1: <laughs> marshmallow, uh huh, and what's that? We have and lemon. lemonade, mm-hmm.
2: so she has a few new colors coming out that'll be launched with the website, inshallah. And, and uh, so those are our social media handles. And I, we are still, she decided to open up her crowdfunding because she really wants to start making clothes. Uh, so we had enough uh, money to start with the hijabs, but she really wanted to do a line of tops uh, as well. So she decided to open up her crowdfunding for like five more days uh, just to see if uh, she could raise a little bit more money for uh, starting her apparel. Um, but she's really excited, and we thank everyone for their support and their prayers. And uh, please follow us and please follow Amaya at uh, Jabby
0: underscore fits. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. And if you are tuning in, you have just uh, you've just missed M- Mornings with Mubaraka, where we were talking to 11 uh, year old CEO uh, Amaya Diggins of Hijabi Fits. And I want to thank you for joining us if you've been joining us throughout this show. And I want to remind I'm going to give you a couple of reminders of future shows next week. We will not be on. We are doing the great give here at WNHHLP. So um, I will be on later talking um, with Paul Bass here about uh um about nonprofit and hopefully you'll tune in anyway because it's going to be a great day of uh introducing you to various nonprofits that you can support and support in, in their effort uh, the week after, though, I'll be back, and I will be um, back Wednesday, the 10th of May. I want to thank everybody from jo- for joining me. You've been listening to Mornings with Mubaraka, where we talk about national issues from a local level through a lens of diversity. And I want to remind you to be a voice and not an echo.